Hey, Peter. Yo. We're back. We are back. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Jazz advice, inspiration, and other musical endeavors flowing at you. I love it, man. I used to be frustrated by the taglines. Now I'm just waiting to see what happens. I know. Time. I wasn't even going to do it, but I looked over at you. You, look, you. you had this anticipatory look, so I said, I got to give him something new. So I had to improvise. A little snappy. I had to go quick, like I'm Cowboy Bebop or something, yeah, real fast. <laughs> real fast. Yeah, we're never going to practice that, ever. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. No, we're not talking about We're not, not going to practice that. No, we're that. not going to. Yeah. Um, so, Peter, it's uh, it's good to have you back, man. You it's know, good to be back. On Monday's show, we had a special guest. Warren Wolf was sitting right over there. Yeah, full disclosure. The reason this came about was we had a mono imano fight, Warren and I, a physical brawl in which he won, surprise, surprise, <laughs> and wrestled away the host chair from me. No, that's not true. No, you he, made that up, and you <laughs> could have taken that opportunity when you made it up to be like, loser had to sit in the chair, <laughs> and you could have claimed that. That would have been no a one, tough one. He yeah. does take up a bit more space than either one of us, actually. That's right. Yeah. That's but he, right. man, he, was, did, he did a great job. He had a really nice list there of mallet tracks uh, that he finds inspirational. He had a good time. Nice. And then he was in town, too, recording a, a, a new lesson for our new rhythm anthology course which uh watch out for that folks coming soon that's we're getting nice yeah we're getting lessons from all kinds of people for this right so it's going to be sting i heard it well i don't no, know if we can announce that no, yet no I'm john peter, mayer Pe- peter gabriel he? yes peter gabriel no, right no, right kidding. the entire uh, original steely dan <laughs> we're, we're well, that's gonna be kind of hard that'll be hard <laughs> no, it's hard. Yeah, that's um hard. but yeah we're very excited about that that's probably going to be like more in the summer because we still have people to record who are yeah. who are coming through but look oh, for that's that that's gonna be great uh, so today is Speak Pipe Wednesday. We've got a we've got a pipe to speak. Wait, we got us. We're gonna. We have a pipe that someone's spoken into. Yeah, not is, spoken no. into. Spoken into. This is Mark. Hi, Peter and Adam. This is Mark from Vancouver. I love the album Ear Food by Roy Hargrove, and I'd like to thank you for introducing me to that. Um, the track "Speak Low" on that album, I think, falls into a special category of ballad. Uh, from start to finish, it's so understated. Um, I was wondering if you could provide your listeners with your top seven understated ballads of all time. Thank you. Well, Mark, ask and you shall receive. I'm going to fix that for you right now. <laughs> we really are. We got both got really excited when we heard this. I love an understated yeah, ballad. And we came up with a list of about 40, and we pared it down to the requested <laughs> seven. We do have seven. And number one on our list here is Mark's uh, inspiration. For Wait, this. why are we doing number one? Are we counting down? Are we going to count down? I don't know. Well, okay. Well, then number it seven work? on it's our confusing. list. <laughs> we usually count up, don't we? So, so we start with the best? Number one. Listen. <laughs> don't we always do that? Yeah, that's the most important. Okay. No, we, we could start with it. But then I feel like people will be like, oh, I got the top three. I'm out. I'm going to stop listening. Okay. These are our top seven, <laughs> but in no particular order. So you got to wait around for it. How about that? All right. So we start with number seven then. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you want to phrase it, man? It no, I want to just say one thing. This is interesting that Mark said understated. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, have we ever talked about that as a genre? The understated ballad. Well, Peter, I don't know if you noticed or not, but we are not understated dudes. <laughs> I know. We're no, but overstated. I, mean, I think we have, like, this is something we that really resonated with us as soon as we heard it. It's like, yeah, of course, I know exactly what he's talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. The reference of Speak Low. And I think it's yep. a great, I think about super patient um, ballads. I mean, ballads are always, you know, 
somewhat slower and by nature, I guess, understated. But I think implicit with this understated, like, I don't know, I just immediately thought of so many examples, as did you. So it's kind of exciting. Well, people may not realize that there are certainly different styles of ballads. Like, there's walking ballads, and there are ballads that can be very intense, you know, and ballads that can be very dissonant. And ballads that are even loud, you yeah. know, and, and have lots of energy. Just because it's a ballad doesn't mean everything gets, you know, immediately quiet and slow. However, understated ballads means that everything is happening in a very muted tone. Yeah. We'll put it that way. And I don't think this should be confused with, like, background jazz or music that you would drink oh, wine and chat with your friends. Because well, You can drink wine, but it's not yeah. meant, it's not a box of wine. But I think all part. these tracks that we've collected here, and certainly the reference point that uh, Mark started with the question um, of, of Speak Low. We're we going to listen. Where, where does that lie? Yeah, let's, let's, we're going to start with Speak Low so we can so hear it's our reference. number one. Then. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Or, or, or seven. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the one we're starting with. But it's For, like understating. It's just like when you're talking with somebody. Sometimes somebody who's very understated still demands an outsized amount of attention, actually. I noticed that your volume and cadence has reduced well, quite a I bit here as you're. Sue me because I tend to be overstated. <laughs> By the end of the podcast, we're just going to be. Well, well you're just getting to... close to the mic and doing that weird AMSR doing, thing now. <laughs> I'm understated here. Do you we... like jazz? This is Roy Harrow's Speak Low from Ear Food. <laughs> Is that understated oh enough for you? I mean, how beautiful is that? Yeah. So this, I, I think, um, the performance is amazing, of course. Uh, Roy Hargrove, the great Roy Hargrove, Gerald uh, Clayton. I love that first chord when Montez Gerald Clayton Coleman. comes yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I think on all these, when it's understated, it's really a time for beyond just the band, the musicians to shine, but the um, artistry of the engineer and production to really shine because you've got a lot of space You've got a lot of chance. And I mean, Al Schmidt just killed it on this record, I think, in terms of engineering. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And let's let's move on to our next selection here so that we can kind Number of two. vibe off of this. I'm going to go with our most famous selection on the entire list next. Mm. This is probably the most well-known. No? That is not it. <laughs> did I press that or did you do that? I think you did I'm that. I'm sorry. I was just waking up my computer. Oh, I that's mean, Cowboy Bebop. That is not understated. We brought everybody in very, very closely. And then you played the Cowboy Bebop theme. <laughs> Why do we even have that up? Well, now we've exposed ourselves. Yeah. That is not an understated ballad. That is, and, we, and by the way, we are not doing a, a, an episode on Cowboy Bebop. We were laughing about it because we got some requests. We had, Yes. Some anime from, from friends. Yeah. Friends. And users. Yeah. Users? <laughs> yeah. Those are users. Those are Abusers. Users. Abusers. Now, this is not Cowboy Bebop. 
this is actually the furthest thing from it. This is uh, probably the most famous understated ballad ever. This is Flamenco We've Sketches. overstated this album. <laughs> this album is overstated, but the track itself is severely understated. Yeah. This is Flamenco Sketches from K.O.B., Kind of Blue. And you all know kind of blue yeah so right so obviously this is like the you know up there for understated there's so much space and air in that track there is i mean one thing about that every time i hear it it's always a little bit faster mm-hmm. it's not fast obviously it's a ballad but it's a little bit faster than i remember it and i think that that kind of speaks to mm-hmm. the understated way that they're playing like miles even the way he comes in yeah he's like laying way back on the beat and everybody's playing super quiet and uh Again, one of the most brilliantly engineered records of all time. Absolutely. Uh, because, you know, it's like how much do you boost it up and how much do you keep it in that quiet, understated zone? Actually, you know what? Um, as you just mentioned, brilliantly engineered. I'm just noticing as I'm looking down the rest of our list here that pretty much every single one of these is a genius level engineering yes. sound feat. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's almost mandatory to really pull this off. To be able to get all the textures yeah. that you can get with acoustic instruments, you really have to have a, start with a really clean, good sound and certainly uh, ECM is legendary for that. Yes. And that's our next... Manfred. Manfred. Is, that's our next selection is, of course, we have to do something from Keith Jarrett. One of the most gorgeous, delicate, understated touches on the piano that has ever touched a piano. I mean, seriously, every chord is like a little work of art. I yeah. mean, you know, and, and it's uh, ballads with the Keith Jarrett trio, specifically Gary Peacock and Jack DeJeanette, are always an event for me. Man. Yes. You know. So this is from Standards Volume 2? Yep. This is Never Let Me Go. You know, just the chord. Yeah. Right there. Just the chord. Never Let Me Go, Keith Jarrett Trio, Standards Volume 2. We'll have a playlist here linked, Peter, uh, of all seven of these. So if you'd like to listen in full, which I highly recommend, 
you know, this... If li- Spotify's still operational by the time this episode is... We <laughs> shall see. Oh, no, we're definitely going to put some Joe Rogan on the end of this playlist. <laughs> Not <laughs> understated at I'm all. I'm just kidding. Not understated. <laughs> uh, but no, we've got seven songs here, 50, almost 50 minutes of music. And yeah, please go check it out because I think you'll... Uh, especially if you're in a mood where it's like you need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you're a little amped up. Maybe you're a little nervous about something. Put this on. Maybe a little rainy or snowy oh, that's weather. Call. That's a good Got the fire got going. The fire going. A loved one with you. That's right. Yep. Uh, next up, this is your oh, pick, Peter. So yeah, this okay. This is not a. There's nothing under the radar about this, but it is very understated. The record is here's to life, which that could have been its own. Yes, exactly. Understated ballad, yeah. The only the only thing that's slightly understated about this in terms of like notoriety is that it's not the title track. That's right. Here's, yeah. But this has come a little closer, and it's actually part of that med, great medley um, with the wonderful arrangements and uh, artistry of Shirley Horn, both on the vocals and the piano. Uh, so this is Shirley Horn, Come a Little Closer, Wild is the Wind. I will sing you my song Just a little closer It won't take very long It's late and we can't play this piano too loud Cause the neighbors upstairs are asleep And dreaming Come a little closer I will tell you my happiness Softly Come on, man. I Come like on. that chord. I like that Sue chord. Me, I love that chord. You know, I'm thinking the understated ballads. There's uh, some opportunities there for some beautiful chords. To yeah. Happen. This is, that's not the first chord we've heard today. I mean, Shirley Horn is probably, if we had to assign a master of the uh, understated ballad yeah. on this list she'd or be up any there. list. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why she's on there. That's why she's on there. <laughs> but I'm saying she, she made, made the, the top, top seven. Yeah. I mean, because it just, it, it's so well suited to her her the cadence of how she feels the lyric and the melody and the accompaniment the whole thing and we were talking about and we didn't get into the arrangement of course if you hadn't had a chance to check this out this record out that's the great thing about this like i always think everybody knows this record but not everybody does and that's no, okay that's true what a great thing i would love for somebody to come up to me and be like have you ever heard this record by shirley could you imagine somebody saying have you ever heard of Shirley Horn? No, never heard of it. But I love great music. That yeah. would be like winning the lottery. Yeah. Well, that would be like- <laughs> I'm going to make your year, my friend. Right. Check this and out. And then think about what an amazing time we're living in. Somebody comes up to you and says, look, <laughs> yeah. you ever heard of Shirley Horn? No, but I love great vocals. Yeah. Oh, and but I don't have anything to listen. Can you give me a CD? No, no, no. Here, for nine ninety nine, you can listen to that and any other album as much as you want on your dang phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that would interest you. And then you can get a bunch of misinformation. It'll be great. <laughs> okay, now, now, see, that's where it goes downhill. But I do think that we have to, like, as lovers of, um, you know, understated ballads, for instance. I mean, what a great time to be alive where you can totally. just check out any of the, I mean, not Neil Young. Don't don't try, you can't find anything <laughs> understated. That's been pulled, we know that. But I mean, the fact that you can pull up these things. So it's almost like, what do they used to say something about, like, 
we're entering a time like the knowledge economy or something something yeah. you know where basically like information is easy but knowledge is a little bit trickier right curation knowing about you know different things i mean there's so much inf- i mean we used to have well you this is before your time but i remember the uh encyclopedia yeah and if you weren't from a rich family you might only get like a and b and then you run out of, you can't get the rest of them so you might know a lot about things that start with a and b but now all that's just sort of random information but like understated ballads can you go down that rabbit hole of finding these things and well, hearing them? what an exciting time I mean, we're on spotify right now and you should see the recommended under this it's lush slice with john coltrane it's you might believe in you must believe in spring with bill evans oh man you know it's uh peace peace with bill evans alone together with chet baker like i've got all these recommendations of the, yeah. they're obviously picking up on our algorithm here. that's right but yeah you know the 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 i think the saying that i heard is in an information economy the biggest resource is attention yeah. Right. So how how you put your attention is what is valuable right. in this type of space. It's yeah. a weird time, man. I'm 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 actually like I know we're kind of joking and, and dancing around the Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni <laughs> Mitchell thing that's been happening the last couple of weeks, but I kind of love it when stuff like this happens because I love seeing our systems tested. Yeah. I've always been on the fence about Spotify. To your point, it's like super convenient, but yeah. also to your point, I've gotten checks for 26 cents. You yeah, know what I mean? I know. So it's like, it's, it's such a drag. Yeah. But, uh, but I love having all this music at my fingertips. But then I'm also like, you know, Bird didn't have all this music at his fingertips. He I came know. out just fine. Like I he know. made a lot of good music, you know? know. Well, so, that's like when we talk about like, especially, uh, it's different. If, I think if you're, a fan of the music only and you're not a player right it's almost easier because like your your curation becomes based upon your knowledge of what you like i think it's and it shouldn't be like this whole thing in jazz and often in classical and any kind of specialized niche music where it becomes like this you know somebody from up on high hands down the scrolls and tells you what to listen to although we're kind of doing that today we're giving you seven <laughs> these are suggested you know? sorry hypocrisy much um but anyway but, check out our playlist the scrolls from on high uh you can get that at seven you'll, you'll hear it you'll hear refutable ballad you'll hear it pedestal.com pedestal pedestal <laughs> but you're on a stool when you hand them down yeah i mean okay yeah so we're violating that a little bit but the idea is that you know, once you go down a rabbit hole, like how do you stop yourself? <laughs> Especially as when you're trying to learn stuff like so bird and really up until not that long ago, you had the, you didn't have the ability to check everything out. So whatever little precious records you had, you would study the shizit out of them. Yeah. And um, so now that's the hardest thing I think for players, but for listeners, the fact that you can be like, wow, I'd love to hear some Shirley Horn. Bam. Bam. I am listening to Shirley Horn. And if you'd love to hear some Duke Ellington and Coleman Hawkins, bam, we've got that for you right here because these two uh, artists probably recorded more understated ballads than Peter, you and I have played songs like without recording. You know what I mean? Like they have just a huge catalog of ballads. Coleman Hawkins, one of the greatest ballad players of all time. Yeah. Duke Ellington, you know, legendary ballads. And this is one of my favorites. This is from the Duke Ellington meets Coleman Hawkins record. Uh, This is mood indigo.
You like tone? Listen yeah. to that. It doesn't get any more understated than waiting to come in until the bridge. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great, right? What a Busta huge Coleman sound, Hawkins. too. I mean, yeah. it's just made for these kinds of vibey ballads. And it's great, too, because the intro, uh, Duke Allen, is such a cool, dramatic thing he did there. He kind of came in a little bit. Gato, Gato, came in hot, yeah, like grooving. Then he pulled right, he pulled back just a little bit. The tempo and the vibe a little bit as he went into the melody. What a great kind of set in the plate. Setting the table. You know what else is pretty understated? What Peter is uh, a Celesta. Uh, indeed, it, it doesn't. How get does anymore. that compare with a Celesta? Is that I, I, don't, I don't know. know I don't know, know the difference. Either. Or a Celeste, right? Or a Celeste. <laughs> I'm not sure how to say the word, but I know it's. I once saw a Celeste playing a Celeste on a <laughs> Celesta. <laughs> I just know it's vibey as hell. <laughs> this is Chet Baker. I get along without you very well. Uh, Russ Freeman. On the Chalessa. I watched a little documentary recently, a YouTube documentary on Russ Freeman. Interesting nice. cat. Yeah. Uh, pianist with Chet Baker, played with Bird, among many others. Yeah. But great. Talk about like a solid accompanist, knew every tune and just yeah. could like comp the hell out of anything. And oh, you could definitely, he's Russ Freeman's top. All right, let's do it. I get along without you very well in A flat. Sure. I mean, no, I'm sorry, A. Doesn't matter. Doesn't G matter. Flat. I'm already, whatever <laughs> you want. Do you want to play the verse or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to play the, the, the verse nobody else knows? <laughs> yeah. Only the, the alternate version of the verse? I went to the composer's uh, 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 old folks' home and I got it out of him. Right. What the right, verse right. was, yeah. One other person knows it Bill Charlap. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll knife you if you don't. No, just kidding. Uh, this is I get along without you very well. I get along without you very well Of course I do Except when soft rains fall And drip from leaves Then I recall The thrill of being sheltered in your Of course I do But I get along without you very well I've forgotten Classic. you Classic, yeah Is Chet Baker an alto? Possibly He is an alto Does he go up into the altissimo he's, register he's got a He's got a very alto? He's got a pretty high range. Yeah. Uh, and he's, control. Beautiful voice, but and his control of the vibrato is like that's, I mean, it's funny because understood you think you pull these things back, but I mean, I think that that adds, there's an intimacy there always. I always think Absolutely. about that with Chet Baker. Yeah. But it is understated. A lot of well. brass players are good singers because they've just have, they spend so much time working on their breath support. And yeah. that's a huge thing for getting great tone for your voice. And, and Chet yeah. Baker obviously has that. Fantastic phrasing. All over the place. Control. Yeah, the phrasing is amazing. And, and yeah. yeah, I love that Celeste part from Russ Freeman there. Fair so uh, one more, Peter. And before we get to it, just a reminder, everybody, go to openstudiojazz.com uh, for all of your jazz listening needs. But go to youllhearit.com and leave us a speak pipe. Yes. Let us know what you... Uh, want us to talk about if you want to do a, us to do a list of seven of the most heavy-handed funk grooves of all time we'll do that if you, you want to do a, op- we'll call it opposite day yeah if you want to yeah, exactly if you want to do a list of the worst intros you've ever heard we'll do that that's right if you want to do that's a list right. of when things fall apart we'll do that and you know what if you don't want to go to you'll hear it and leave us a speak pipe that's okay 
Yeah, don't do that. I'll be understated about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so we're going to finish up here, and we're going to go out, Peter, with the Peacocks. This is from Cecile McLaurin, Salvant, yes. uh, Sullivan Fortner duo, and it's just gorgeous. Uh, the Peacocks is a whose tune is that? Is That's that... uh, do, 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 do. I'm going to tell you in a second. Do, 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 be, Bill be, Evans be, famously recorded. Well, of course, yeah. yeah uh, is that a, is that a Someone Man. is screaming at their at their <laughs> iPhone right now. At their iPhone, it's. Uh, I'm going to tell you as soon as you say it. Uh, I will you get, confirm. If you it. Google the Peacocks, you get the Winter Olympics. <laughs> oh, on the Peacock Network, <laughs> the Peacocks. That's um, what's his name. You know, you know. We're just man. We did so good this whole this whole thing. The Peacocks. That is Jimmy Rolls. Jimmy Rolls. Oh, there Rolls. it is. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Peacocks, uh, Cecile and Sullivan. This is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you all. Uh, yep. Until next time. You'll hear it. Peacocks proudly grace the sea.